WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Hour number three of the Rich Keep Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. Before we get back into uh, some football talk. I did have a somewhat basketball-related item. I wouldn't call it a scoop. I'm not going to get your hopes up with a scoop. But according to a source, LeBron James, potentially, why are you making a face? You're making a weird face. As Stiz said in my ear, you're backtracking. Stiz, say it on the air. Beep. Beep. <laughs> say it on the air. Beep. Beep. Well, no, it's not a scoop. Nothing. Back I'm it not... up. We got it. All I'm saying is LeBron James may, may not be sitting out tonight because he is scared of the Celtics. That might just be a side effect, but there might be real talk that he does get traded. Trade deadline is a week from tonight. Yeah. So maybe you want to make sure your old guy doesn't roll an ankle or something before you trade him. So how much faith do you have in this source? Not much. <laughs> well, he's not even there, right? I just saw Arkin on Twitter saying he's not even in the building. Right there. Maybe he got. Maybe he's. Maybe we're gonna hear about a trade. Thirsty Thursday. So if he gets traded, you heard it here first. <laughs> and if, if he doesn't, fair. If he doesn't, well, don't hold it. Don't worry me. about it. Don't worry about me. Uh, you can watch the show on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston Weei, where Roba two three eight three says, "I was promised a scoop." <laughs> Touche. That was I not a pro- scoop. That was not a scoop. It's just. It wasn't even a report. Yeah. It's like a rumor and speculation all uh, put together. It's radio. What do you oh, want? Okay. That's, that's all it is. You got anything else? I do. Happy Red Panda 9 on the Twitch chat. Which is a fake panda. You don't think a red panda is a real panda? Nope. I mean, it's in the name. More of a raccoon than a panda. Really? Yeah. I Size, mean, they're littler guys. Color. It's what, red. What do they have? How ha- many raccoons what do they are red? Share? How many pandas are red? The red panda. I feel like this is a black and white issue. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're trying to make it that. Yeah. It's not. Pandas are black and white. There's also the red panda who does halftime shows in the NBA that she, like, throws the plates up in the air. Oh, I like cycle. Very impressive. Now, that's a red panda I can get behind. That is, yeah. Okay. But anyway, happy red panda nine, to give credit, uh, says, so hypothetically, Chicago takes Marvin Harrison Jr. Rich Keefe cries. And the commanders take Drake May. And the rest of us go, holy crap. He goes, are you taking Williams? Because all of the, quote, you people would say no. I like that my you people thing is yeah, really catching on. Well, it's funny because right now people, I think, are saying, oh, you don't want Caleb Williams because they're also in the back of their mind thinking there's no chance they're even going to really have a chance at him. If he's on the clock, I could not take him fast enough. One second after I'm on the clock, the pick is in. The Patriots have selected Caleb Williams, and they're excited. I would be excited about Caleb Williams. I yeah. told you, and any I would urge any fan out there that really cares about this stuff. If, you, yeah. if you're just kind of superficial, you don't have whatever. But you're at work. You got some time to kill. You're on the boss's dime, boss's uh, broadband. Okay. Go to YouTube yep. and Google. <laughs> nope, not how it works. Uh, Caleb Williams touchdowns. USC put out a clip. It's 18 minutes wow. of time well spent. That is. It's shorter than an episode of, like, The Office. Yeah. yeah. So go watch that and tell me you don't want that. Every touchdown from the last two years. And if you want to counterbalance Which it, has to be like 80-something touchdowns. Oh, yeah. A ton of them. Because <laughs> he had like 21 rushing touchdowns and like 70 passing touchdowns. It's, it approaches 100 touchdowns over the last couple of years. So, oh, yeah. So he, he threw oh, at USC 72 touchdowns. And 21 rushing, right? And then he ran for, you're right, 21. So 93 touchdowns <laughs> you're going to view in 18 minutes. Watch that. And then if you want, go back to YouTube. Google again. Yep. 
low lights for Caleb Williams. It'll be a much shorter video Not that is much. put on there. It's right. mostly the Notre Dame yeah. game from this year. A couple other fumbles, a couple other like helter-skelter plays mm-hmm. gone bad. But I think you watch those two videos. When Caleb Williams comes on the clock yeah. at three, you would select him. You'd feel great about it. You might even order a number 13 Patriots Caleb Williams jersey. So I am uh, I am pro Caleb Williams as well, but let me just throw the counter real quick. Always the counter. It's always the negativity in this town. It sucks it and it sucks. stinks. You're not wrong. So Tom Brady's of, not walking through that door. And if he was, guys, he'd be in good shape and your best quarterback, but he's not walking through that door. Some of the guys, personality-wise, he's getting compared to are Johnny Manziel, Kyler Murray. Okay, by who? Uh... Scouts and analysts. Yeah, do these guys have uh, axes to grind or grudges to hold? Yeah, I mean, perhaps. Could it be, I don't know, maybe somebody who has ties to Adam Peters and the commanders that want him to fall to two? Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah. That is. I told you, one of the guys that I saw putting stuff out there was uh, Rick Spielman, who's doing some consulting for Washington. So anything he oh, says, I take with a grain of salt. Yeah, that'd be smart. He is trying to influence the pick potential. But uh, I think his season, was the opposite, by the way. What's that? He said that Caleb Williams is a better prospect than Peyton Manning. Oh wow! So I he might want one. Drake May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like now, now I'm very confused. But if Caleb Williams, uh, even during the season, the big criticisms were the crying moment when he was crying in his mom's arms. The team was supposed to be like a national title contender, and they went seven and five. Uh, he, is that all his fault? He didn't. No, he okay. didn't do. He like avoided press conferences. Yep. He apparently didn't shake hands. Like I give a rat's ass. You about actually that, like that? I do. Points. I prefer that. But I'm just saying. Some will say, "Ah, oh, the guy is so immature. He's a dink and he's a diva, and he's okay. Yeah, is he? Is he a dink and a diva? I don't know if he is or isn't. Well, I think it's been open man, season. Yeah. I think some of this has been unsubstantiated rumors and reports. I would also say, figure it out. He's a freaking 20-year-old That's kid. what I'm saying. Like, these young guys, we're going to hold Mold it against him. them. Like, that's who they are for the rest of their like, lives. Like, Tom Brady used to dance on tables, chug beers, drink, yeah. and look how he ended up. Yeah. Like, he changed completely. I'm not saying he was a diva necessarily, but no, he no, had no, no, other no. issues. Like, you're going to tell but, me he couldn't have gone down a different road and maybe Bill Belichick, oh, I know if people can't admit this. He didn't coach him. Actually had some influence <laughs> yeah, on Tom Brady's early no, career. It was all Brady. And he got here. had maybe a different person yeah. been, say, in Cleveland. And you brought up Johnny Manziel. Whatever. Like, that's your job as the coach right? is to mold him, to turn him into a professional, to get the good out of him, squash down the bad. Because almost everybody has good and bad, right? Oh, there's no perfect prospect. Even Marvin Harrison. Matthew Slater said, only one man ever walked this earth that was perfect. (laughs) Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Even then, you could probably pick holes in it a little bit. I wouldn't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You might offend some people. People will get up in arms about it. So your job, Gerard Mayo, your job, Alex Van Pelt, if the dream scenario comes true, and I do think it's a dream scenario, you get Caleb Williams, yeah, he's. some of those things are probably true. We know some of it's true. It said F blank blank on his nails. It's fine. True. Fix it. Make it better. Yeah. Get rid of that. Tell him to use nail polish remover. (laughs) Get rid of that. Um but you, the talent I think he's there. I think he's definitely better than the other two guys. Like By I think far. there's clearly like a tier and everybody's at, in some order it's the top 3. So <laughs> there is. Well, it's basically uh Williams, May, Daniels, Gap, Nixon, Penix, McCarthy, I guess. Gap, yeah. then like day, day three guys. Although Bo Nix falling like a stone at Senior Bowl. Yeah, I guess he's not doing great at the Senior Bowl. Your guy. Well, you can get him in the second round then. I don't hate it. Yeah, so <laughs> you would say. <laughs> there you go. You could sell me on I'll it. do Harrison and Nix. 
Because I Three haven't. Uh, I've started the process of breaking down guys. Okay. As you noticed, I've been Googling on YouTube. To <laughs> yeah, watch no, film. definitely have. Um, you're watching their highlight tapes. Jaden Daniels will be next on my list. Yeah. So, like, I'm going through that process. I could fall out of love with anybody. Well, because I even the other like the other week, I was just doing highlights of May and Daniels. Because in my mind, Williams is already better than both. Like I'm oh, like without, I, I got Williams way above them, without so a doubt. I think it's just because teams are QB needy and those guys might be very good. So they're like, oh, well, those are the top three picks. But I, it's Williams gap. Maybe even May Gap Daniels. I don't know. Are you doing a big board or quarterback board? I'm saying if you're just doing a quarterback board. Okay. I think it might be that. Because I think you can argue the gap is Williams, Marvin Harrison, Mm -hmm. Gap. Yes. And then figure out sort of things in there after that. So with that said, would you be willing to trade up from three to one? Within reason, yes. If it's next year's one, if it's this year's two, next year's one, and a three. It's a lot. It's a ton to go up for two picks, but but I'll never regret it if I'm right about his talent. And if the guy hits, then forget it. Because I know the knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, that's a lot to give up. And maybe this is me having uh, PTSD with Bill Belichick drafts. But basically, would you trade uh, Mac Jones, Tyquan Thornton, and Cole Strange for Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yeah, I think I might. Yeah, but. Because there's no guarantee you hit on all these picks. I was like, oh, I can't give up the picks. What's the percentage that you're going to hit on all those no, picks? No, but would you trade... Um, Richard Seymour, Rob Gronkowski, right, now we're going back Devin years. McCourty, yeah. and whatever. That's for Mahomes. <laughs> yes, I would. I would actually. Yeah, because none of them are quarterbacks. Right. Would you trade Jimmy Garoppolo, Richard Seymour, um, Gerard Mayo? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, I the mean thing. that's because there was yeah. a quarterback in there yeah, that yeah. they drafted that became a starter in the NFL. Well, and if you look at teams like the. Uh, the Texans last year or, you know, the 49ers, not Trey Lance, but all their other picks. Like, they've hit on a lot of picks in these drafts and brought in, like, a ton. Well, this, but the Texans are the, the perfect, Lions this year, for God's sakes. Yeah, but the Texans are the perfect example. People thought they were years away, that they had a good draft. We'll see what happens years away. Apparently, the year that they were away was this year. Like, that, that yeah. Be, yeah. why? Yeah. Do I think it was because of Will Anderson? No. Do I think it was because anybody other than – I guess D'Amico Ryan's you have to give credit for, but yeah, I think it was C.J. Stroud, and I don't even think it's close. Stroud? So Bobby Slowick? No. A little bit? No. No Bobby Slowick? I think it's C.J. Stroud. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's pretty good. Although, no, I have to give Slowick, check that. I got to give him some credit. I say. Because if I'm saying it's going to be on Van Gerard Pelt. Mayo and Van Pelt, then I have to say that he did, maybe it was staying out of the way. Because that's something, too. Don't, don't overcoach it. Yeah. Maybe you arrive in May and you're like, Damn, this guy's Find pretty out good. what he's good then at. Then you come back in July and you're do like, that. this guy's really good. How about we yeah. don't uh, screw this up? We kind of let him do his thing and lead the way he leads and throw the way he throws. Or the opposite. Oh, we got to tweak this. We got to. But, yes, I think you have to give some to the coaches. I think right now when you're looking at it, if you're talking about who do you want the Patriots to have as their quarterback next year and for beyond, I think because they have the third pick, you can realistically talk about Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. The three best free agents are Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield. In whatever order you want. And I don't want him. And then if the Bears take Caleb Williams, which it feels like they will, Justin Fields will be available. So those are seven guys that Caleb Williams is first on my list. Out of those seven? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I, I have second. two. Second would be Drake May. And then Jaden Daniels. Third would be Drake. Jaden Daniels. <laughs> and then Fields. Fourth would be Baker Mayfield. So where it gets so if you're just Fifth doing this would be Fields. Fifth Okay. No, Baker Mayfield, I would have pretty high. Well, because the other part is... Although, I don't know if Baker would want to come back with Alex Van Pelt. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. Didn't seem like that went great No, maybe not. And actually, 
Baker has openly talked about certain people in certain places, like squashing his swag and things of that nature. Was that Alex Van Pelt? Or that could have been one of the guys he liked. Maybe, uh, who knows? Because he had Freddie Kitchens. He had oh, yeah, Todd Kitchens. Haley. He had Ooh, Todd Haley. Hugh Jackson. Like He had a lot of guys mm. that coached him. Hugh Jackson. <laughs> it was yeah. a rough go for Tyrod Taylor was really the coach. Yeah, right. That was probably of like that the, team. the best mentor. Remember when he told them that they should record practice and show it to them. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, too, is when you look at these guys, it's it's just if you're ranking the quarterbacks, it's one thing. But then if you're talking about Fields, Wilson, Cousins, Mayfield, you'd be able to draft Marvin Harrison. Whereas if you get Caleb Williams, Drake, May, Jaden Daniels, like you don't have him. Okay. Right? So it is a little bit of But if I have Fields, yep. I don't have a franchise quarterback. If or I have those other guys, you? no, I don't. Yeah, I've seen enough. I like. You think he's a franchise quarterback? I think Fields still could be. I know. How many crazy. franchise quarterbacks change franchises within the first three or four years of their career? Baker Mayfield. Is he a franchise quarterback? I think he will be now in Tampa. <laughs> he will be now, the year six <laughs> jump. Well, I think he got porked. I think he could have just been the franchise quarterback in Cleveland. Maybe. Till Alex Van Pelt got a hold of him. Until <laughs> <laughs> he submarined him. And then they fell in love with Deshaun Watson. Like, for so many reasons, they should have just kept Baker Mayfield. Uh, let's go to Tim in Nashville. He joins us next on the Patriots QB situation. What do you got, Tim? Tim. Guys, I, I, my, I am right along line with you. And I want to go value, value, value. I want to grab one of those quarterbacks, whichever they determine is the one and then with the next pick either trade up and get a decent receiver that way you take two of the problems that you have and then after that address the line in the the tight end i mean i I don't know how you guys feel about it and my second thing rich how do you feel about this separation of um grow and uh the other general manager do you think jonathan Kraft is pulling strings on those two I just want to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, it's a good question, Tim. I feel like they're all working together, and I put that kind of in quotes, because how do you do that? They're all doing something that they haven't done before, and I don't know who has final say. Like That's still my biggest takeaway from the whole thing. And if Robert and Jonathan are going to keep saying that they don't, it's almost like doth protest too much. I yep. feel like you probably do. It probably isn't Gerard Mayo, but then he had the line that you brought up about how he's doing the interviews, and he's like, well, we're doing the interviews. So I think it's I think it's a bad situation because they ended up figuring out Alex Van Pelt. So there you go. There's one result. Now we got to wait to see what happens with the number three pick, what happens with free agency, like all of that stuff. So unbeknownst to us, yes, uh, my buddy Mike Cadlick, okay, filled in on Tuesday nights for me. Appreciate yeah, so you. Our buddy, then our buddy. Yep. We did uh, a week ago Wednesday. We've started a new series on the Six Rings podcast feed. We call it One-Off Wednesdays. Oh, I like it. Where we do one topic that we both approach. It's lists. It's different things of that nature. Okay. And we proved, unbeknownst to us, LeBron again, James is there, by the way. So Arkan said he wasn't okay. there. Yeah, Arkan said sitting in the front row for that afternoon sake. show for anything. He and Davis are sitting there in the front row. But anyway, um, go ahead. Oh, one-Off Wednesday. We proved uh, a little experiment that we didn't know we were doing that collaboration doesn't work. Because we ranked the Patriots' free agents, impending free agents, and we ranked the number one important re-signed free agent, whatever you want to call it, as Mike Onwenu. Except 
when Cadlick went off and wrote his own blog entry, he put Kyle Duggar first. He didn't want Onwenu first, but he let me bully him into right. Onwenu. So who's the who's the bully in the room? Like that's what it comes down me to. And like Josh has, McDaniels in yeah. Vegas. If you believe the reports out of Vegas that say Dave Zeg- Ziegler wanted to do everything right, Ziegler wanted and Josh Stroud. made him do everything wrong. He's like, I wanted Stroud. I wanted Will right. Anderson. I wanted Christian so, Gonzalez. I wanted. <laughs> and Bill has said this a number of times when he kind of deferentially said, "No one can do the whole job." Somebody has to have final say. Someone has to have final say. And right and, now, they don't know who it is. Well, are you sure? Uh, well, I guess somebody had to. Maybe they, Elliot I, Wolf has final say, and he said, I liked Alex Van Pelt. Or is it majority rules? Ooh, we got votes. I mean, I Ooh, don't know. We've got a split decision. But then you get people trying to sway people, right? And oh, yeah. mail's like, hey, get on Give my side Give me 20 bucks if you vote with me. All right. The uh, Patriots offseason rolls on. Big news tonight as uh, Alex Van Pelt, the former Browns and Bills offensive coordinator, quarterback coach with a bunch of other teams as well, is the newest offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And we don't like it. We don't like it. How do you feel about it? 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart right now here. Stays with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Lakers, they're in Boston tonight facing the Celtics. Right now, there's about nine minutes left in the first half. Lakers just went up. The Lakers up 39-32 to over your Boston Celtics. Anthony Davis and LeBron James both out for the Celtics. And Luke Cornett is out there uh, as well as Al Horford. Uh, the Patriots, they have filled their offensive coordinator position per Tom Pelissero. Alex Van Pelt has been chosen to be the new OC for the Pats. Van Pelt, a former NFL quarterback, longtime respected assistant. He spent the past four seasons as the Browns' offensive coordinator. He was also in Green Bay at the same time as Elliot Wolf. And according to Mike Giardi, Wolf has been participating in the interviewing process with Gerard Mayo. So maybe Elliot Wolf had something to do with that decision. Another NFL coaching news, bad news for Bel- for Bill Belichick as the Commanders. They're set to hire Cowboys de- defensive coordinator Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Quinn has spent the last three seasons with the Cowboys, drawing interest from other teams. Last year, he decided to withdraw from all searches and chose to return to Dallas and spend his third season working under Mike McCarthy. The Seahawks are expected to hire Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach. And at 36, McDonald will now become the NFL's youngest head coach. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe shows coming up. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEI. And I got a major baseball trade. I hope you're sitting down. Major baseball Who trade. Who we getting? We, we've been waiting a long time. We've been anticipating yep. full throttle, pull the lever, do the damn thing. We uh, got Montgomery. Nope, 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 nope. This is a, uh, a trade. The guy I've been uh, Fernando targeting. Fernando Tatis nope, Jr. Nope. No, but a guy that I've wanted for a couple of years. Wander Franco. Goes by the name of Corbin Burns. Milwaukee Brewers ace Corbin Burns 
who famously went to arbitration and had a horrible time, an absolute horrible time, hated the franchise. Yeah. We knew he was probably going to get traded this offseason, and he has. He's going to the AL East. Us? Not the Red Sox. I feel like it's not us. It's not the Red Sox. He is going to the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, damn it. Not good. The rich get richer. So the Baltimore Orioles. No, that's not us. The Baltimore Orioles. You are rich, but that's true. In name only. And uh, they announced they're going to be selling the team. So their owner, not a great owner, is selling the team. The next day, they trade for Corbin Burns. This Orioles team, let me remind you, last year had 101 wins. That's a lot. They had the rookie of the year. Yeah. The year before, they had the rookie of the year runner-up. They're bringing in the number one prospect in all of baseball. They have three of the top, like, ten prospects in baseball. And now they have Corbin Burns. So, I'm going to spin this positive for Boston. <laughs> I don't think you can. If Andy Gresh is right, and the Fenway Sports Group is going to sell their asset that resides in Fenway. Oh. So, they just the be day sports after group? They, yes. <laughs> the day after they sell them, they'll make a big trade. Yeah, but, yeah, because usually new, new owners like big splashes. Yeah. So, holy smokes. See, I just turned that into a positive for some point in the that, future that we don't. That Orioles sure team is that. nasty, though. You're going to become an Orioles fan? I think I so. I, I like orange. I, I like the logo. The hat's sick. Great ballpark. You can get there in a hurry. Tickets yeah. aren't that expensive. No, they're not. It's a great take. Orioles hats all around. We all got Orioles hats? Yeah. Like, can I get a visor? Fine. Oriole visor. Get one visor. A couple hats of hats don't in here. Fit me. The hat, the I don't think you can wear an Orioles hat on the Red Sox pregame show. Find out. Tune in to find out. You do wear a White Sox hat occasionally. Yeah, I do. Wow. I think I'm going to. Tempting might, the gods. I might get 29 other hats. I don't wear think them that's all a on good rotation. Career approach. But listen, what are they? What have they given us to root for? Paycheck. <laughs> I don't get paid by the Red Sox. You kind of do. Not really? I mean, do I? The partner. Gotta check the checks. Stiz, do we get paid by the Sox? I don't believe so. No. Don't believe John's no, partner. Name is on there. That Orioles hat though is nice with the with the little bird on there, and he's wearing a hat. So you yeah. have a hat with a hat on the hat. Does it's it like go the inception into, of hats? Yeah. Does it go into perpetuity? Like smaller and smaller, like one of those things where you hold like a phone into a phone. Yeah, like, I would think so. Because this little guy's wearing a hat, and then like, he must be wearing a, a hat. hat that's got a hat. <laughs> it just goes on forever, and I gotta love it. I mean, it's not like it's anti Red Sox; it's just pro. Hats with hats. So you want to go to uh, Camden Yards? We'll do a field trip, do a show from down there? I think we probably Do we have should. like a sister station down there? An Odyssey we must. sister station? Yeah, we must. Where we could borrow some studio space, I do mean, a show, go to a game, Inner be, Harbor, have some crab cakes. You'd be crazy not to get that hat. That's a good hat. It's a nice do hat. they have visors? I don't think so. What do you mean? They can have see. a visor. Orioles. If they have an orange visor, visor with the logo, I'm buying it. Oh, yeah, look at that. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. <laughs> look at that guy. Hey, awesome. w, so WJZ in Baltimore. Let's That's go. Us, Those are our guys. That's Crab our guys. cakes, guys. Camden Yards, and the yeah. Rich Keefe show. I like it. That Who's team driving? Is, that team is going to be loaded. It'll be there in like eight hours, right? I think so, yeah. It's not that bad. No, it's not bad at all. That's a good-looking lid. He's got a little smile the bird does on the hat because he knows that the team's good. Oh, yeah, they're good again. They went through their down times, but they had a light at the end of their tunnel. Do we? They sure. Uh, well, I don't know. T- TBD. <laughs> But the orange, black, and white really kind of pops. So much better than, like, the Cal Ripken hat, which was just like a bird that looked like he was dead. Looks like, the, like look at that. Oh, yeah. Like, ta- the taxidermy bird. No one wants realism. <laughs> no, you want the guy with a little, little, little smile on his face. Cartoony. But that's the new, that's the baseball news of the night. So the Red Corbin Sox just Burns. got further from the playoffs. Further away. Because a team they play with regularity that's in their division that's yep. by nature ahead of them. Correct. 
got better. So last I checked, the this night Yankees, keeps coming. The Yankees added Juan Soto, right? It seems like forever ago, but they added yep. Juan Soto. The Tampa Bay Rays are always good somehow. Yep. Uh, Who did the Blue Jays get? The Blue Jays got somebody, I thought, too. They did. Uh, I forget. All the baseball moves came and went because the Red happened. Sox did nothing. That I, I kind of forget. About it. Oh, was, was he? Was, yeah. And then now the Orioles, who had 101 wins, and they probably weren't ready for it. And, and you could see, you know, come playoff time, they weren't ready for it. But that team is a wagon. And Matt Holiday's kid, uh, I think it's Jackson Holiday, is the number one prospect. So he's going to jump up there with Did Adley you see Rutherford. his apartment? No. Isn't he the one with the apartment? Might be. Or maybe it's a, maybe sure a lot it's, of these guys have apartments. Prospect. One of them. Ha- no, but it was oh, the like, kid who's 18. That has that, that huge kid? warehouse, and it's got like the batting cages and the games, and it's it's kind of like a... like a so much? Yeah. Amusement yeah. park, mini amusement park. Jeez. It's a bit... Right. NB, uh, MTV Cribs. A little bit gluttonous. Okay. Best MTV Crib? Master P. You remember those specifically? I remember that one because it was the first time I saw a house with an elevator in it, and it blew my mind. Now... Subsequently, a bunch of them have had elevators. Do you remember the Master P cribs? Vaguely. I'll go the opposite end, though, and say Redman. Oh, Redman's was the funniest one by far. (laughs) How do you guys remember these? Well, those are the two that stand out to me, because Redman lived in, like, a regular house that the doorbell didn't work. He's like, you got (laughs) to rub these wires together. He had a shoebox full of money on top of his refrigerator. It's like cousin was, like, asleep in the closet. He's like, come on in, guys. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, and the, yeah, masterpiece was just next level stuff. Although you could put an elevator in a regular house, I guess you could. I tried to talk my mother into putting an elevator in her house back in the day. Yeah, it was recommended. Or they tell you to. Oh, build... that thing on the stairs that they. Sell? Well, yeah, no, that's not as good. They tell you yeah. to put a closet over a closet when you design it, so that you can put in an elevator later and just take the closets as the elevator shaft. Interesting, because as you get older. Stairs is brutal. Right. Stairs, yeah. Yeah, one yeah. level living, all yeah. these things. But if you have an elevator, although those elevators are small. I don't know what he had. No, the he elevators had you elevator. put in regular houses yeah. are like a tube. It's kind of, yeah. I think I would get claustrophobic. Probably. Because if that thing, who's going to get you out if it I freezes? You get stuck in there. Help! <laughs> no, you're, Honey! You're in trouble there. What if your husband or wife is dead? But and the power goes out. Oh, that got dark. Got to have a battery yeah. back. Oh, it took a real. Well, as you get older, a lot of your the Alex Van Pelt news is not going great for Hart. Here no, it's tonight. a dark night. It is a dark night. Oh, Justin Turner to the Blue Jays, but it was somebody else even before that. But yeah, I thought so too. No, but Turner's still a good signing for them. So the the AL East is going to be pretty good. Red, well, Red Sox are also some in it. of the teams. No, they're, 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 overall, you can't have all five teams be great. Well, there's no rule against it. No, they could try. We talked about this with the AL West a couple years ago when you thought they were all going to make the playoffs. They could try. I did. I feel pretty good about the fact that the Red Sox are going to finish in last place. Do you? Yeah, for the third straight year. Yeah. That's not good. And then, uh, so what, I can't wear an Orioles hat during the pregame show now? I wouldn't. Okay. I actually feel like because they're losing, people might get sensitive. I feel like we got a sign of that from Sam Kennedy. Oh, the yeah. The way he defended himself. It was sort of fake and fabricated. He and grew false. up a mile from the park. I've heard. So obviously, what the hell does that mean? You know how to do your job? <laughs> I'm not really sure. A lot sure. of people grew not up really in sure. the park. Like, okay, it makes you a better fan, I guess. Right. I mean, I don't really care where you live. The yeah. results are the results. You guys stink. I remember in college, two kids that were, so I went to college in New York, and there was a bunch of us from, like, New England, and two of them from Massachusetts got into an argument over who was the bigger Patriots fan, and one of the things they brought up was who lived closer to the stadium, and I was like, 
That is that useless matters. to me. Yeah. Useless. That is circumstantial <laughs> evidence at why, best. I don't know why that matters. but uh, So you got into a, uh, a bit of a debate, although you and Phil agreed on this on TV last night. Yeah. But where do you come down on, and I'm sure it's going to pick up steam over the next week and a half, and then maybe even after the Super Bowl, depending on how the results go, the Travis Kelsey-Rob Gronkowski debate on who the greatest tight end is of all time. I feel like without having even heard your uh, your back and forth, I'm probably on your side on this. Yeah, I think it's Gronk, and I don't even think it's close. I agree. I think he's an Gronk. actual tight end. Right. He blocks. And as I said on television last night, and you may have this, Stiz, I don't know, because they, they actually played it on the Adam Jones show, so I don't know if you want to Google Hart I, on I, Gronk. No, they don't Google on this thing, but I do have I do have this. So here we go. I think this is so disrespectful to Rob Gronkowski. If you're beholden to the numbers and you put them on the screen and you just go back, okay, fine. But if you watched football and watched what Gronk was at the height of his powers, I, we, th- we say this a lot, that a guy defies physics. Oh, this guy dunked and he defies... Rob Gronkowski, to me, defied physics. He should not have been that big, that athletic, with that soft of hands, able to block like a lineman, catch like a receiver. Travis Kelsey is a great catcher of the football and compiles numbers. The greatest tight end of all time (laughs) is that guy right there, going into the end zone with no care for his body. That's part of why it just broke down. So, so, like, I, to me, he is incomparable. So, I agree with you. Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time. But I'm curious... Because he wasn't more than just a blocker, clearly. He was such a, a He machine. was a better runner. Yeah, he was he a better was a more dynamic playmaker than Kelsey. More Kelsey touchdowns. accumulates catches and numbers that way. Yeah. We've talked about this before. You watch a playoff game, and you don't even really think he's having a great game. You just realize he's catching a lot of balls. Like, oh, my God, he's already got 12 catches. Yeah, yeah. He runs seven yards downfield and turns around. And he's always he open somehow. But I give him credit. Soft spots in the zone. Gronk was a dynamic weapon playmaker and I do believe if Gronk wanted to, he could have played longer. He could have said, nah, I'm not blocking that guy. And Could he, though? He had yes. a lot of injuries. You know why? Because he had to block and because he, he tried to run through people. That's well, what right. I'm saying. So, but I'm if saying, he played like Kelsey, but then he'd he wouldn't be, as still good. be playing. But then he wouldn't be as good in your mind. He wouldn't be the dominant force. I saying. think he could have had a longer career and accumulated more stats mm. just like Kelsey. Oh, yeah. he could have. Because everybody points more touchdowns to the, than him. And I look at touchdowns. Like Touchdowns is a yeah, big stat for a receiver. Catch it. And run. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of those were big plays. Remember those plays where, like, a guy'd be dragging on one leg and he'd keep, like, dragging him and then he'd break free and do tumble, like, flip into the end zone? Still one of the big, uh, like, not what-ifs, but one of the games that you wish they could have back was the AFC title game that they lost to the Broncos where Brady and Gronk were uh, next level. And had they found a way to win that, maybe Guskowski makes a kick, I don't know. But if they find a way to win that, that one I think would have been talked about more as, like, one of the all-time games. And you also... That's the one where he was wide open on the two-point play and Brady decided to stare down Edelman and didn't yeah. get it. Why, literally uncovered. He was uncovered in the corner of the insane. end zone. The best player on the field or one of the top couple. So he had some unbelievable moments. And like to your point, and I'm glad we played that TV cut. It was a good audio. but uh, It was good audio. <laughs> it was like, you don't get a chance too often to throw to yourself. But he would like bully guys. Like, My husband cannot throw the ball and catch it too. My husband can say it and say it too. But uh, my question would be, especially the new age tight end, you're probably going to get more and more of the Kelsey's than you are anybody like more Absolutely. like the Gronk. Absolutely. Play so my longer, is, play healthier. Is there is there anybody who could say they're 10 times the receiver? Not that that is likely, but say they're 10 times the receiver. Don't block. Don't block a lick. Okay. But they're an unbelievable receiver. Could that person pass Gronk? Or is it already sort Not of Not like, for me. Yeah, because I'm old school. The two I'm a hardo. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want some... I, just be I a receiver then. Tight ends... 
Yeah, you're a big receiver. It's what Jimmy Graham tried to do. Remember when he Graham tried great to um, petition that I think the Saints franchised him, and yep. he's like, no, I'm a wide receiver. I you want know, wide receiver franchise tag, not was, tight end tag. He was kind of right. He, he was definitely right. Yeah. I don't think he won. I think they paid him as a tight end. No. But um, I like tight ends because of that. They're big. They're strong. Mm. They block. They do it all. Don't tell Christian. I don't want to hear him <laughs> gloating about it. <laughs> or Wiggy. Or Wiggy. Um, but like, would Kelsey Wiggy was kind of an early uh, Kelsey type. Wiggy was more of a. Oh yeah, he didn't even tell you he's not a blocker. Yeah, he, he caught a ton of passes. And Fourier in wasn't a great blocker, but I felt like he did it more. He lined up in line, but he was more of a prototypical tight end. But I don't think Kelsey is the best pass catching tight end in Chiefs history. I think that's See, Tony Gonzalez. I think Kelsey's better. I think Tony Gonzalez is better. Gonzalez had an unbelievable career. I think Kelsey put Tony Gonzalez with Patrick Mahomes and tell me what you'd see. Yeah, probably pretty good. And in the Gates, like, there's all kinds of guys no, like Gates that. Gates was awesome. To I, me, the Gronks, you can count on one hand. I think if George, People tell me I think Ditka was Gronk. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I'm sure I'll take your word no, for it. he had it. some crazy numbers. But who, like, I think Ben Coates was a little Gronk-like. Um, I think and George lost, Kittle, if he's the could, closest thing. If he could stay healthy, yep. he just never does. Stupid helmet. But he has some. He has he has games and plays that are the most like Gronk. yes. And you're like, oh wow, look at this guy. But it's so hard to do. And this turned into this is our uh, tweet beef of the week, by the way. Yeah, yeah, please. Because uh, NBC Sports Boston does a good job of tweeting these out, mm-hmm. and somehow they make their way into the opposing land. It just sparks it happened debate, to me yeah. when I ripped Tua. And boy, did the Dolphins fans come at me hard. Oh, they defend the hell out of Tua. Called me racist, called me like the worst things in the book. Um, and this time it made its way to Chiefs land. Racist against Tua? Uh, I guess. Tua not black? Or I thought he was like Samoan. He's darker skinned. Okay. <laughs> but they called okay, me guess, racist, basically. Uh, is he Hawaiian? They called me racist. Okay, I don't know, whatever. The, the bottom line is they called me racist. <laughs> Focus on that. Sorry. No, I, I want to be labeled trying, a racist. I was like, I was just curious what um, side that is. I don't know. But this made it to Chiefs land. They go, oh, big surprise. In Boston, they think Gronk's better. And then it devolved into Gronk wasn't durable yeah, 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 and yeah, availability. Yeah. I thought Bill said availability was the most important ability. No, like, Gronk's the best tight end ever. I personally think Travis Kelsey is the second best. Like, I give him credit, even yeah. if he's running seven-yard routes. Yeah. He has all these thousand-yard seasons. He was the best receiver on the team he's last a year. He's accumulator. He's but a modern player. I'm not surprised they you like got him. Rid of he's Tyree. your type of guy. Sure. But they got rid of Tyreek Hill, and they still won the Super Bowl. That's pretty good. Yeah. So? All right. I'm just saying. Wait, 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 what does that mean? The Patriots won a Super Bowl without Gronk. Yeah, I know. And with Gronk. The Chiefs haven't won a Super Bowl without Kelsey. And the Patriots would have won another Super Bowl if Gronk wasn't on one ankle and just being a good team player and running around gimping it out. And being decoy. A, a de- he he was. A decoy. And he honest. still almost caught the Hail Mary to win the game. Uh, yeah, he was right. like a six inches away. Yeah. I don't want him defending Hail Marys. No, that oh, was but. just a dumb play call. <laughs> um, but Gronk, to me, and... I just think there's a uniqueness to his game that you may never see again. And you're right. Some of it might be, do people want to do that? Like, are you really all no, in you're on that? No, you're putting your whole body on the and line. And I don't know that he would have been all in on that in a different place. Yeah. Like, if he wasn't with Tom Brady legitimately competing for Super Bowls every year, if he was just in Detroit. No, or, you would do that for two years. You would establish yourself, and then you'd be like, all right, that's yeah, it. I'm not doing I'm that. Not, I'm not, not And he also had the unluck. Um, if that's not on luck, yep, he had unluck um, <laughs> of breaking his arm on a PAT. Oh, brutal! And then coming back too fast, breaking. Hey, it again. Uh, Bill, why was he out on PAT? He's like, oh, if you tell me when they're going to get hurt, I'll take him out. Like, okay, I'm yeah. glad he's you know defending PAT. Boy, do I block miss Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bill, Bill is in Plymouth. Hey. He joins us next year on the program. Hello, Bill. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Meh. Good. I'm enjoying your conversation, but 
I'll tell you what. I mean, to me, Gronk was the best tight end that ever played as a pure tight end. He's kind of Bavaro meets Antonio Gates type thing. Uh, but you guys are minimizing what Kelsey does, and you're wrong. Kelsey is fantastic. If you look at his yards after catch, if you look at him running guys over to get where he needs to get and so forth, he's that guy. He's a fantastic player in his own right, but they're two different players. They're, they're completely different players. Who's better? Uh, it, it just it, it bothers me when people. But Bill, you just said. But Bill, first of all, two, better? Two, for two things, you just said Gronk's better, and yeah. I also think Kelsey's the second best. So I'm not minimizing Kelsey by any stretch. I don't think he's the second best, to be honest with you. Wait, what? I, I, I don't. The second best tight end ever. I don't think he is because it, he's it, really not a pure tight end. Well, he's a tight end. Uh, he's a tight end. He's. A, I'm sorry, he's a tight end. So where do you have him ranked amongst receivers? He's not a wide receiver. He's a tight end. He's all I don't know what he's, Bill was saying. He I don't was know. on Gronk, then he was on Kelsey. I'm not I you might be minimizing Kelsey. I'm Absolutely. certainly not. I'm not. I think he's run of the mill. No, I think he's good. I think great. he's really, really good. Yep. Do I think like some people because he broke Jerry Rice's catch record? He has or whatever, the most playoff catches ever. Okay, great. No, I don't think that's Does that not mean he's my better than argument. Jerry Rice? Does that mean he's bre- better than No, he Gronk? he's not competing against Jerry Rice. But I also like... Well, he is. Can we not with the semantics? Like, he's a tight end. Well, he doesn't block. Whatever. He's a, still a tight end. Not so a tight end. How you want to... a big receiver. But you have to compare the two. That's the, that's the beauty of it. They're both tight ends. They, they play tight end differently. Gronk, I agree, is better because he could catch and run and, and score touchdowns as well, if not better than Kelsey, and he could pancake guys. So he's running guys over. I don't know how often Kelsey's running guys over, but... Not that often. No. Also, this is just totally anecdotal from the top of my head, so dangerous game no, to play. No, this should be good. I think Kelsey has a lot more drops than Gronk. I don't remember very many drops for Gronk in the history of his career. Well, you can't just throw something out like that. I absolutely can. People do it all the time on the radio. Uh, very, re- very responsible. Let's see. Drops. Rob Gronkowski drops... Uh, this doesn't help me at all. Stat Muse. Come on, Stat Muse. All right, we'll, we'll look into that. Plus, we have Kiefer Madness coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, W-E-E-I. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. And check out W-E-E-I on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. It's time for Kiefer Madness. Kiefer Madness. Richard Keefe, I think it is. Rich Keefe. Who is that? How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. Uh, what now? It's Kiefer Madness. Where's Keefe? Where is he? Where's Keefe? Where is Keefe? Hey, Keefe, you're a dude. I was doing Junko Inoshima from Danganronpa. I'm a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. That's funny. Yo, Kiefer Madness is so hit or miss. Keefe's a nice guy. Keefe's a nice guy. Okay. Kiefer Madness? It's Kiefer Madness on WEEI. I bring it. Oh, Bill Belichick. Uh, I've got a wide variety of friends. And a little drink Heineken. Undercarriage. All right, time now for Kiefer Madness on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. We go down to Florida for this yes. next story. It involves uh, a man, a woman. Oh. It involves a woman, a Florida woman. Not that I care. Florida woman story. But uh, it involves uh, drop-off and pick-up of your kid at school. Uh-oh. It's something I think we can all relate to. When a rye? Let's see. Well, let's see. There's people up in arms. 
this is what I'm looking at when I pull up behind one of these vehicles. This is just like a little TikTok. It's sort of getting you into the story. This is a, a lady. She's upset. She's one of the angry parents. So we'll see where this goes. Facebook messages, complaints, and TikTok. You ban a vehicle. Taking the front pew at a private Christian school in Tavares. Is- All right, so we have a private Christian school in Florida. Some of the parents are a little upset at something. Can I guess? Yes. So she said, this is what I see when I pull up. So I'm behind the car. Yes. Because I'm offended if this, I, these offend me if this is what it is. Vanity plates? Oh. No, no. no what I meant is it? What the testicles you... hanging from the oh, uh, trailer yeah. hitch. Well, I hate those. The worst. You know, I, I hate the those. worst. Well, I, would, I would complain about that. Car's I would a, truck's got a Hemi. Yeah, like, it's so stupid. It's not that. Your truck has more balls than you, buddy. <laughs> it's not It's not fake testicles okay. on a pickup truck. It's a good guess, though. Not just a tiny, tiny little emblem on the back of a car. It is taking up the entire windshield. So on the entire back windshield. So you are maybe in the ballpark here. <laughs> so Ball. our entire windshield, it's not like a bumper sticker. Okay. But it's a giant windshield, like, decal of, what do you think? It's got to be nudity on a decal, Nudity? Right? Oh, like, yeah, a dong. maybe. Yeah. A dong, perhaps? Yeah. All right back windshield of two vehicles. Lexi Thomas is a parent at Liberty Christian who wants this ad on another parent's car to stay off campus. That other parent is Michelle Klein. And what she has is an OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Oh, you familiar smart. with OnlyFans? I'm actually so, not. So, on, so OnlyFans. I've heard of it. You've heard of it. Okay. Liar. Never partaken. So basically, it's a, uh, a pay site. You, you or I could create an OnlyFans. I don't know how well it would do. It doesn't have to be adult content. It doesn't. Usually it, it is. I was going to say, but... usually skews that way. What are the examples of successful OnlyFans accounts that aren't adult-oriented? Who's the Disney oh. girl that signed up for it? She she posts photos of herself, but they're not necessarily new. Still creeps uh, Yeah, it's still creep, but they're using it for whatever. But I, I thought I heard, is there like a guy who's like a tutor of some sort he's like a teacher like you might be right. teach something yeah, yeah. Oh, so i could like learn a language maybe yeah so there might be like one percent of only people so it's like in productive. billy madison when he had yeah. that guy try to teach him, teach him spanish yeah a little bit yeah slow, okay. down. slow down <laughs> yeah it could be like that <laughs> most of it is like hey do you want to see my feet hey do you want to see me step in some jelly no hey, i don't do you want to see me roll around in... is there nudity it's mostly nudity it's mostly okay. all nudity. i didn't know how that worked yeah. oh it's the wild west on there and do they take instruction sometimes it's probably do you have any ideas and then you kind of go from there Interesting. and then i think but I, it has to be bad it doesn't have to be bad because that's like saying it's just um, only fans the internet is bad because a lot of internet has porn yeah like if OnlyFans, in and of itself, if she was doing a cooking show on there. She could. Yeah, she could do a cooking show. You could show. put whatever content up there. Yeah. And people yeah. choose to so pay she, for it. People yeah. choose right. to so pay for it. So if she's advertising her cooking show in yeah. the line at drop-off, that's fine. They're like, take it off. Take it off. Wait, yeah, what? but it's not. It's not a cooking show. Crack those yeah, but eggs, odds, baby. <laughs> odds are this blonde bombshell at the yeah, school. Oh, I didn't know she was a blonde she's bombshell. A, she's blonde, yeah. She's, she's, she's giving her away She's now. blonde. All right. Well, he saw, he saw the clip. That's all right. Well, it's definitely linked to, you know, explicit content, adult content. This is the this is her. This is this is the mom, also the owner of the OnlyFans and the uh, SUV, which has a link to not a link, but it has a website. So how old are these kids? Elementary school. So they're getting dropped off, and their mom is doing nudie hits on her OnlyFans that's being advertised on the back. That's right. Um, there's <laughs> issues here. Uh, yeah, 
I'm. I think this is worse for her kids than it is for the other kids and other families. I would agree. If I was, if I was, if I drove in to drop little Cece off at school tomorrow, and somebody had an OnlyFans, I would not be like getting them. Yeah, I would be like, let's take a little sneak here. Let's see what's going on. But I'd be like, I'd be less worried about uh, how Cece deals with it, and more like, how's your friend uh, Billy dealing yeah. with it? Because awful. Yeah. Well, it's definitely linked to, you know, explicit content, adult content for sure. Klein, who goes by Piper Fawn, says OnlyFans is her. Piper Fawn? It's her stage name, I guess. Yeah, but now, like, everyone knows who she is. Oh, yeah, she's on the news now. So if you didn't know about this, now you for sure know about this. She is about to rake in the money she's after this. She's going to real well. But she was on the news, I assume, with no digitized oh, face, no, no, no voice changer. No, 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 it's her. She's loud, proud, and, like, and it's hilarious. They show her car parked in the parking lot. There's no other cars around it, and she's still not even in the lane. One of her wheels is in, like, the other lane. It's like you couldn't have parked correctly. Like Piper Fawn says OnlyFans is her business and way of life. My husband and I have this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. But not... Wait, what? Her and her husband... This was an open relationship have, of No, sort? have a wild relationship. Yeah. That used to be behind closed doors. I mean, it could very well be open, but I'm, I'm sure they do whatever people instruct them to do. It's my guess. These kids are screwed. That's a tough That's a tough thing there. My husband and I have this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. But not all parents want what Klein is sharing, shared at school, with some moms complaining to Klein and the school telling her not to use the main entrance. <laughs> And instead drop so, her kids off across the street. So your kids are asking her yeah. to use the back door. They are. Well, <laughs> and she's like, love it. You got to pay a lot extra for that. I was forced to have to, um, you know, take it off or not come on campus. The decal, not her clothes. That, she, again, no, is also you don't have to force her to take it off. It sounds like <laughs> she's quite willing. That's the problem. But parents at this private school say there's a simple solution if Klein wants to use the main drop off. Mm-hmm. Why not take the decal off? And that would seem like an easy thing to say, for sure. But for me, you know, it supports my family. This provides a, a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. I'm not breaking the law. I just offended people. So That's th- a distraction to my children. And no matter how... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That's Is this somebody a else. public school? So she's no, bringing up taxes. No, it's, a Christian, it's, it's a Christian private school. Oh, then why don't they just kick her out? Well, it's not the kid's fault. You're kicking the kid out? I think this is bad for everybody involved. I think she is currently <laughs> the kids walking like, across the street. Hey, Mrs. What's her name? Klein. Big fan. Hey, Piper. <laughs> hey, Piper. Piper. Yeah. Poorly or how good I parent. Piper. Porn is there. And if it. that's kind of the first thing they're seeing when they're going yeah. into um, a place that should be educating them. Well, a Christian school, too. That's like, right. Well, she's making a ton of money on this OnlyFans. She could send her kids to private school. She's like, she's got no problems. But it took me a minute to get the pipe her. Yeah, thank you. Yep. All right. Part of we that. live in a world where today this type of content is becoming so normalized. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And you're seeing all the time examples of regular women getting onto OnlyFans. Making way more money than they know, ever made before. Exactly. And all these girls see it and they think that they can do it. And they didn't even delve into some of the deeper issues, like, of her kids in this report. No, it's just other moms being worried about their kids. I'm sure their kids don't care. It's really just right. other moms. They think, think it's cool. Yeah. So hey, little want... Joey's mom is hot. I think it's probably. And you can see it at this website. <laughs> probably mostly other moms being like, I don't want my husband to go look at your thing. Right. my guess. Or they're but... jealous. Yeah. Because like she's that. hot, according to Stiz. 
And they're not. There is a vehicle a few streets over from my house, and on their back window, uh, it says paid for by OnlyFans. There you go. Yeah. So it's everywhere. It is everywhere. All right, three hours down, one hour to go. We have trivia and grab bag. And if you have any more thoughts what? on Alex Van Pelt, weigh in, 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEI.